Al, you missed my happy, happy Valentine's Day uh, to everybody, especially my lady viewers. You know, who needs magic mic when you have the quartering? Who can't even turn his microphone on for the first minute of the show? Happy Wednesday. Lost again at darts last night. That is three weeks in a row. Getting a little frustrating. Making me a little angry. Very upsetting. This is not a blaze orange shirt. This is red-ish. Light red. Any plans for today? Uh, no, the dogs have class. The girls have class. Ruby and Onyx have class today. Uh, and maybe some hot tub. Maybe some hot tub. Some hot tubbing. Might be kind of nice. But no, no real plans. I have mixed feelings about Valentine's Day. You know, it's like everyone knows it's a Hallmark holiday. So, like, as long as people don't get too butthurt about it, you know, I still think they're, I, I, you know, even though it's, it's, you know, you think this is orange? No, it's not. That's definitely red. What if I put, okay, you would agree this is red. Right? Yeah? Training them not to bark at the mail carrier? No, no. Yeah, now I'm out of plaid because, you know, that's all you guys. Now, what's annoying is every morning when I get up, I'm like, oh, I have to work. Uh, I have to work. I have to pick out a shirt that the chat will be will bring some interest to the chat. I work a shift at the bowling alley diner today. Husband's gonna come and eat with our daughters and bowl. Oh that's kinda cool. That's kinda sweet. Bright orange? Are you guys gaslighting me? This is yellow. I guess maybe I can see how you think it's orange. Well, it's the closest damn thing I had. Love yourself today, fellas and ladies, too. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. No one ever got an STD doing that. You don't have to pay. You don't. You don't have to pay child support. Loving yourself. Loving you. It's easy cause you're beautiful. Do 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 do. Ah. <laughs> Let's talk about all of today's news. I'm loving this budding battle between Tucker Carlson, Ben Shapiro. I don't know if you saw this, but um, what the hell is her name? Candace Owens, I'm sorry, Red Pill Black. Um, 
waded into it and uh, got on uh, baby buying Dave Rubin. By the way, I'm making that a thing. Anytime I say Dave Rubin's name, I'm going to call him baby buying Dave Rubin. But first, I want to talk about what everyone's talking about. The acorn. <laughs> baby, baby. Uh, all right. Yeah, baby buying bitch. Dave Rubin. <clears throat> well, essentially, well, we'll get to that. But I want to start with uh, the story that is taking over the interwebs. Oh, uh, yeah, my Dart team member in the chat. Well, I, f I didn't stick around to see the end score, but I feel like I shot above average again. I had a, my first game was really bad, but I shot a 30 and 101 game and like a 25 or 26 and another 01 game. Cricket, I was probably about average. I felt like I shot pretty good in cricket, to be honest with you. I, sh I, did, I meant to look at the final stats, but I bet you I was over 20 and a 2. Is Jeremy the weak player on the dart team? Yes, I am. I openly say that. Definitely am. But I shot fine last night, I think. Maybe, maybe it was worse than I, I thought, but I could pull up the stats. But I'm pretty sure I should. I, my, my average is like a 20 and a 1.9. And I'm pretty sure I, I shot above that. I feel like there was... So you play 13 games. Uh, I, I love this dude. He was in, this chat, in the chat yesterday. And like, he gets really angry. Because I read the chat. Unprepared stay reads comments in his head, answers out loud. I I can't I, I mean, I guess you could just not watch. There's lots of other streamers to watch. Yeah, I feel like if I look back at the thirteen games, uh there was one game between Adam and I that we should have won. I had a chance to go out, he had a chance to go out, and we missed. Um, 501, I got frozen. I was going to go out. We lost 501. We should have won 501. I guess that's another. We probably should have won. We probably should have won like uh, 8 to 7. We probably should have won 8 to 7. I shit a game away. We should have won 501. And then I, th I can't think of the other ones. I don't know if Adam, I don't think there was probably, I think there was a game where our two best shooters shot and they didn't win. That's rare. So I guess maybe there's probably three that we shit away. We're always like in it, you know, we're probably still going to win the league. We won last year for the last time I was on. We usually win the, we usually win whatever league we're in. We're in first or second anyway. Um, 
Yeah, we shouldn't have lost as bad as we did. We should have won seven to six. Yeah, seven to six, or at worst, maybe lost seven to six. I think we shit away like three games. One of them was a tough out. I think there was, I think Adam had like a 130 out, which is not, you know, not impossible for him, but that's still not exactly like hitting a single 20 to go out. He didn't know that I actually read chat. Yeah, he gets mad that I read the chat. <laughs> Do you like to run up the score on cricket? No, that's called point whoring. It's generally frowned upon. It's generally frowned upon. There, there is a win condition in cricket where you get, you know, you point up to 200 or whatever. Um, but that, that's not how you're supposed to play cricket, you know. It's generally, it's generally negative. All right. Let's get to the news already. Do, do, do. If you're not new, you know, every Wednesday I go with the dart. I do, I do the darts recap, you know. So I'm still living in the moment last night. Let's see here. All right, I don't normally do videos like this, but I'm trying to expand out my type of content here. And this video is taking the internet by storm. It is one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Now, a lot of people are dunking on this individual. However, there is a little bit more to the story. So the setup is a deputy for... Um, in Oskaloosa County Sheriff's Department in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, was, you know, responding to a call, and uh, an acorn fell on his tree, fell on his car, and um, what happened next is almost impossible to describe without showing you, which is exactly what I'm going to do after a quick word from this video sponsor, which you guys don't have to hear. All right, I take you to Florida. Florida man, 2023. This looks like uh, November 12th, 2023. So just a few months ago, probably just getting the, uh, the body cam footage out now. Deputy misinterpreted the sound of an acorn Falling from the tree, striking his patrol vehicle as somebody firing on him. Now, I've read a lot about the cop. Okay, there's a couple of things we need to know about the cop that I don't think is getting, you know, reported on by the people just dunking on him. He is, a, uh, from what I found, a West Point graduate. And had did two tours in Afghanistan, although did not see any combat. So a lot of people are saying, oh, it's PTSD. I suppose maybe, but he never saw any combat. So I don't know what the code for acorns fired is, but I also want to remind you that the individual that they arrested is in the vehicle. In the vehicle. Now, did you hear that? 
Acorn was just fired. You might not have heard it. It's at nine seconds in. Now, somebody also said that there was some intel about somebody perhaps having a suppressed weapon in the area. Now, again, I can't confirm that. This is the guy you're supposed to hand your driver's license to at midnight in the dark. Ready? Acorn fired. That's all it was. Acorn fired. He he jumps into a triple barrel roll while while screaming, shots fired. Now, I don't know why he was barrel rolling. Perhaps he thought his legs didn't work. Shots fired! Gets back up, unholters his weapon, continues to yell, shots fired. Now, I'm not sure what the rule is on showing things here on um on like youtube but you know for the for the standalone video but he then proceeds to unload multiple clips into his own vehicle after completing the serpentine 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 now here he acquires some target i don't know what i don't know what the target could possibly have been He then unloads again. I'm going to I'm going to skip that part. Multiple clips. You can see the rounds ejecting here. Now he's using a side saddle laying on the ground tactical technique while he then unloads another magazine into his own vehicle where again as far as I've read There is a suspect in the car and a person just walking around in the street. I don't know. By the way, he also said he was hit. Did I say clip? I thought I said magazine. I said magazine. What? Like, what is he? I'm, I'm good. I feel weird, but I'm good. I feel weird, but I'm good. What is he shoot? What is he aiming at? I'm good. I'm good. The most insane part is yet when he screams out that I got hit. I got hit. I got hit. I'm sorry. If I said clip, obviously I meant magazine. He's still crawl. He's still crawling around acting like he's been hit, but he was not. No. What is he? I might have hit my vest. It might have hit my vest. Shout out to the Tesla protecting him. 
Now, according to the report, on November 12th, 2023, an incident involving Oskaloosa County Sheriff's deputies in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, led to the resignation of a deputy, Deputy Jesse Hernandez, following an officer-involved incident. Responding to a disturbance involving Marquise Jackson, accused of GTA and making threats, deputies apprehended Jackson after the uh, individual reported his possession of a firearm and a suppressor. It's not called a silencer. So that's the one, the out, right? First of all, if you've actually ever... If you've actually ever fired a weapon with a suppressor on it, it's not exactly quiet. It's not the movies. In the movies, you hear... It's way louder than that. It's still over 100 decibels usually. If you are shooting like... um, subsonic ammo uh you know with a suppressor and a 22 you can probably go without ear pro that's like how it really is my dog does not like i don't know if he is what is he what is he even aiming at You know, I, I don't know what in the heck is going on with this individual. At no point does he like come out of this psychosis of like, no, I actually wasn't hit. He's like completely insane. During the ongoing investigation, Hernandez mistakenly interpreted an acorn hitting the patrol car as a shot, resulting in both Hernandez and Sergeant Beth Roberts. Both of them, both of them discharged their weapons into the vehicle with the suspect handcuffed inside. There, were, there was a suspect handcuffed inside the vehicle, unable to protect himself, and both officers f- fired probably 60 rounds into the, into the car. I don't know what in the heck he was even shooting at. And and miraculously, no injuries were reported and subsequent investigations judge Hernandez's response was not objectively reasonable leading to his resignation even though he was not charged with anything. Man did three flips, emptied, a, emptied the mag into his own car over an acorn. And this is supposed to be who you show your license to at 2 a.m. Now, a lot of people are pointing to the fact that it might be PTSD. I don't think so. I mean, first of all, I don't know who trained these officers, if they were the same people that trained stormtroopers. But three mags from one officer, and I don't know how many from the other, and not a single on target. If I went outside my house and did a house or a yard pop, you know, into the air, uh, I would probably get a ticket. Well, maybe not where I live, but you get what I'm saying. At minimum, reckless, uh, reckless discharge of a weapon, reckless endangerment, all that stuff. 
This guy was out of control. He didn't even have a clear target and simply emptied his weapon into the car. He should have had just fired. He should have just been fired and but prosecuted for endangering the lives of everyone in that area. He was rolling around the ground like there was some incoming mortar fire. I mean, funny how they can just resign. All good. Go home. Why not arrest and charge? Nobody even knows what he was shooting at. I mean, this is just a bad, bad cop. He did all that for an acorn. I mean, I, and, and by the way, like, why did he yell out that he was hit? You, you know, like, what is he talking about? Now, again, from what I found is Deputy Hernandez said he attended West Point and was an infantry officer in special forces for the Army for 10 years. Deputy Hernandez says he had two combat rotations in Afghanistan, but noted he was an officer, he was, so he was never in direct combat. Even if it was PTSD, it's still a crime. I mean, I don't even know, you know, people will say, here's the time frame. At uh, 0.33 second, Acorn comes into frame. Uh, Acorn strikes the roof. Deputy Hernandez, right hand into frame. Deputy Hernandez continues to raise. I mean, like, are you kidding me? An Acorn. An acorn. If you were a regular citizen and you, in a densely populated neighborhood, fired three magazines into a car, first of all, okay, just that is a crime, obviously. And let's not forget, there was a person inside the vehicle. There was a person inside the vehicle. I ready? It's right around here. Right, listen. That's you can hear. It's like it does sound like if it was a distant, distant suppressed. Even if he thought, even if it was okay around, okay, even if it was around, what on earth was he shooting at? What on earth was he was he firing at? Just Just What's with the rolls? Just what is here's you I think this is another officer just standing out there. Like what is he shooting at? One, two, three, thir three magazines, dives across the street, pretends I mean, what is going on? Whoever was in that, whoever was in that vehicle is going to get a lot of money. And it's just, I mean, look, I, I support our police. I think, you know, look, most of them hopefully are good, but this guy should not have been on the job. A lot of people say it looks like a PTSD episode. I don't know. From what? I, I don't I don't necessarily think you I would call this PTSD. He didn't seem shell shocked. He didn't seem 
I don't know. I have a hard time giving this guy the benefit of the doubt. I don't because you know was he high? What is he going to do if he goes to the movie theater and the popcorn machine goes off? The fact that he wasn't charged at all is is very frustrating. During the investigation, Hernandez was initially adamant that shots had been fired. He said that he did not have prior law enforcement experience, but he, that he trained at West Point and served as an infantry and special forces officer for a decade, which included two rotations in Afghanistan. Eventually, investigators showed him a frame-by-frame footage of an acorn hitting the car. Acorn, Hernandez said. Acorn, the investigator responded. The incident is a stunning example of police incompetence and law enforcement's willingness to use deadly force against the public, lest it become simply become fodder for social media jokes. It's worth looking at how Oskaloosa County Sheriff's Office handled the issue and the effects it had on Jackson, who was severely psychologically impacted and damaged for life. Well, of course, these are the words you use, you know, in order to get paid out. White cop, black perp too, of course. Yikes. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I give this. Like you can tell PTSD from a video. Well, I'm not saying he had PTSD. I'm saying that People are postulating that as an excuse for his behavior. I don't give the man that same, you know, that same uh, benefit of the doubt. That's just my opinion. If he did have PTSD, he went 50 years of his life and it was never diagnosed. Right? The guy went 50 years and never had it diagnosed. Not by the army, not by the police. Police still hired him. I've seen PTSD in real life. There was a guy, a very nice guy. I don't know if he's still alive anymore. Um, Just a huge mountain of a man who served in Vietnam. And we were at the bar one night. And um, some song came on. Some song came on with like military choppers in it. And he was pretty drunk, but he like, he's a big guy, just as tall as me and maybe meteor. He like hit the floor and was like rolling around and being like, you know, get down, get down, get down. Like he was fucking dead serious. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, it's just, you know, it's a song on the radio. Like I've seen people have PTSD. Like I'm sure it comes out in many ways, but that guy did not seem like he was having some sort of flashback PTSD thing. He was in the moment. He was hallucinating. It wasn't PTSD. You know? I don't think that can happen. Yeah, yeah. There's very toxic culture in the military when it comes to getting diagnoses PTSD is one of those yeah that's probably true that's probably true 
Yeah, I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't know. People at the bar, other old timers, kind of had seen it happen a few times before. And um, I was just friendly with him. He was probably in his 60s. I'm friends with a lot of like older, like daytime people at the bar. And um, I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, what, what the fuck do we do? And they're just, they're just like, let him be, let him be, you know, don't, you know. And eventually he was just like, got up. He was embarrassed or whatever. And just left. Yeah, I feel weird, but I'm good. Needs a drug test. Yeah. The VA is complete shit garbage fire. PTSD takes many forms from choking your wife while you're asleep to... Okay. Um, okay, maybe it is PTSD. That could be. That could be. Squirrel Team 6. That is exactly what a PTSD freakout looks like. As for diagnosis, you can never expect a veteran to be properly diagnosed with anything. Okay, well, thanks for the education. So, perhaps auditory sensitivity, sensitivity can trigger. Well, I wonder if there were any other... I wonder how long he'd been a cop. I wonder if that was his first call. You know, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe his spider senses were already up because he was getting, you know, arrested. Yeah. <laughs> he could have gotten a quick contact high of fentanyl while wrestling with a bad guy. Yeah, there's possibility. It's definitely possible. If you're labeled PTSD, is it true that you cannot then get a gun license? I'm sure that's true. Of course. I'm sure that's true. Good thing you don't need a license to own a gun. We had an old boxer guy in the neighborhood that was start swinging if he heard somebody just say ding ding. His nickname in the city was ding ding. Yeah, it could be. Um, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add this to that video. Hold on a second. I just want to add this to the video at the end, or maybe I'll cut it in somewhere in a different section of the video. But after getting a little more educated from my chat on my Rumble stream, which you should be in at one Eastern Monday through Fridays. Uh, I guess I'm more convinced now that it could have been some sort of PTSD freakout. I, I got a little quick education from my viewers. Um, still, obviously, failures at all levels. But uh, that uh, whew, that is a absolute wild, wild scene. All right. I'll put that in the video. I'll put that in the video. Thanks for... I listen, you know, to chat. There is contact death from fentanyl. Yeah, I've seen that happen. I've seen cops who just touched it, like, have immediate reactions. There's, like, body cam footage of somebody who just touched it. And he, like, 
his body shuts down, I think they have to give him CPR. <laughs> yeah, we need more information. Yeah. I suspect that man was probably failed at many levels, you know? I'm not sure the PTSD. I mean, he was he. The reason I I'm less inclined to believe PTSD is because he was never in combat. You know, but I guess you don't know. Hey, right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. That's a nice compliment. Okay, so the war between that was proven fake. The cop had nothing in his system. Why were they giving him CPR? Are are you the video I'm talking about? He 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 definitely absorbed fentanyl and and had to be revived. I think with Narcan or something like that. You don't have to be in combat to get to P get PTSD. It's just high stress situation, not properly processing it. Yeah. When all the normals are discharged, this is what's left. Yeah, that's true too. So there's an ongoing war between multi-millionaire conservative pundits have you have you seen what's going on out there in the streets out there in the streets between multi-millionaire baby buying conservative pundits tucker carlson taking a shot at ben shapiro dave rubin sucking ben shapiro's wang trying to defend him and calling tucker carlson anti-semitic then Candace Owens standing for Tucker Carlson. It's a mess. It's like every time I see this, I think of that one scene. Uh, this scene. He's losing his mind. And I'm reaping all the benefits. So let's start at the beginning, which is actually this David Baby Buyer Ruben clip. Now you tell me, you tell me if I don't want to poison the well. I think Dave Rubin is making an implication. You tell me if I'm right or if I'm reaching. Because I always listen to my chat, you know. I'm I'm open to being wrong. Wrong all the time. I, I want to ask you one other thing related to this since I brought up Tucker a couple of times. He he's been somewhat critical of you. I actually think kind of unfairly, and I, I defended you on my show a couple of weeks ago, basically saying Oh please, please, Papa Ben Shapiro. Anyway. That you were you were too overly emotive about Israel. Uh, and what was going on there. And I think there's some subtle overtones uh, with that come with that.
What does he mean by that? I'm going to play it again. What is Dave Rubin saying about Tucker Carlson? That you were you were too overly emotive about Israel uh, and what was going on there, and I think there's some subtle overtones uh, with that come with that. To me, to me, Dave Rubin is calling Tucker Carlson anti-Semitic. That's what I think he's doing. That's what I think he's implying. That's what I think he's implying. Am I am I out of control there or do you think or do you think or do you think that that's what he's saying? Am I wrong? That's what I think. That's what I mean. I think that's that's what I think. <laughs> All right, I'm tweeting it. Subtle overtones. What did Dave Rubin mean by that? I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. Wait. Dave Rubin implies Tucker Carlson's anti-Semitic for criticizing Ben Shapiro. Subtle overtones. What did Dave Rubin mean by that? That's I said that correctly, right? Don't send. I think he is implying that. It must be nice to have 3,500 people screen your tweets before you send them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is misspelled. Thank you. <laughs> you think I'm incorrect? You don't think, well, what do you think he means by it then? What does he, what do you think he means by subtle overtones that come with that? What is my, um, what's, what's, what is, what am I misinterpreting? I'm not disagreeing. I'm asking, what what else could he mean? He's stating that Ben has biases to his religion. No, I don't think so. He's talking about Tucker Carlson. 
He said, Tucker Carlson criticized Ben Shapiro, and there are subtle overtones that come with that. What are those overtones? I want to ask you one other thing related to this, since I brought up Tucker a couple of times. He, he's been somewhat critical of you. I actually think kind of unfairly, and I, I defended you on my show a couple of weeks ago, basically saying that you were, you were too overly emotive about Israel uh, and what was going on there. And I think there's some subtle overtones uh, with, that come with that. What are the, Jack, take the space out between the quote mark and the subtle. Oh, good catch. Thank you. Okay, I'll say, is baby buying, <laughs> I'm just going to go all the way. I'm going to go all the way. You've, I love it implying Tucker Carlson is anti-Semitic for criticizing Ben Shamiro. I mean, right? What is Dave Rubin's actual Twitter? He has been blocked anyway. I'll just do this. All right. <laughs> uh, I sent it. Now you guys better like it and retweet it, then. <laughs> Dual loyalty smear. Oh, <laughs> uh, I missed the dash. I can still fix it. All right, better like and retweet it then. You guys all told me to send it. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I think that's what he's implying. Am I, am I off base? I think he's implying that Tucker Carlson is anti-Semitic. How about you stay out of it? No shot. No shot I'm staying out of this. Too much good drama to be written off. <laughs> remember when Dave Rubin had a... Remember when Dave Rubin had a total meltdown because people who weren't blue check marks, he was seeing their replies? Before you defend Dave Rubin... Before you defend Dave Rubin, remember that he doesn't want to see your opinion unless uh, he doesn't want to see your opinion unless you were an old verified checkmark. Remember that? Remember Dave Rubin had a meltdown and so did Jeremy Boring? They both had a meltdown because uh, they were no longer able, able to filter you out. Remember that? Yeah, we no shot. We stir the pot in here. That's a fact. Put it on a t-shirt. Remember, remember when, yeah, Jeremy Boring, I roasted him and then they both blocked me. D Dave Rubin and Jeremy Boring were whining that just anybody could get a blue check mark and now their menchies were full of the unwashed masses. That's what they, 
That's what they wanted. Yes, let's go. Keep it going out there. 15 retweets, 40 likes. You guys can do way better than that. Let's stir the pot. Stir it up, boys and girls. Dave Rubin is a, is a grifter. Yes, of course. Everyone knows that. They all pretend Dave Rubin, Dave Rubin is the token gay that conservatives use as a shield. I don't have anything problems with gay people. I like Dave Rubin. So then, so then, Tucker Carlson goes on uh, Russell Brand's show and says this. You know, I've got four draft age children. So if you're playing recklessly fast and loose with their lives, then I have a right to despise you. And I do. So if you're Nikki Haley who's running for president or Ben Shapiro or half the people I see on television casually mentioning the possibility of nuclear war or sending Americans to fight in the Middle East or in any way involving us in a war that has nothing to do with prosperity and peace at home, nothing in other words to do with us Americans, then I have a right to call you out and be really offended because it's my family. They live here. It's not a joke to me. It's, there's nothing abstract about it. You know, I've got four draft age children. So if you're playing recklessly fast and loose with their lives, then I have a right to despise you. And I. That's what Tucker says. Okay. To which Ben Shapiro replies. Tucker is simply lying about my position. Now, I've got the payoff for you, boys and girls. When I say boys, I mean, you know, B-O-I-S. Whoa, anti-Semitic anti much, Tucker Carlson? Here goes Jeremy on his daily. Every other content creator but me is a grifter. Grift. What a lame grifter. Hey, I am a grifter. Have I, has anybody in chat ever heard me say that I am not a grifter? Have you heard, by the way, of this great company called Coffee Brand Coffee? It's the only non- grift coffee available on the market promo code the quartering to save and support the channel look at that there my face is right on the website Thirty one hundred five star reviews <laughs> um wait what is what does a true grifter say Buy my coffee to own the libs, guys. Coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code the quartering. Buy my coffee to own the libs. Now that is a grift. Buy my $25 six pack of shitty beer to own the libs, guys. That guy's totally a conservative. Buy my shitty calendar. It, it goes to support veterans. 1% of profit goes to veterans. 
I'm definitely a grifter, though. Buy a mug that says liberal tears on it. Anyway. Where was I? So Tucker replies. Tucker replies. Tucker says, I'm sorry, Ben Shapiro replies and says, How are you a proud grifter but bash Candace Owens for being a grifter? Well, here's the thing about Candace Owens. I want you to, I'm going to give you some homework, okay? You can open a new window and listen and then come back after you've read up. I want you to Google something called social autopsy and red pill black. And then I want you to look at Candace Owens' newly found uh, hardline conservative position. And then come back. And if that doesn't fill in the blanks for you, then um, we can talk about it. I got an email this morning from Black Rifle Coffee. They're apparently not the official UFC coffee. Were they? They aren't honest about their grift. Yes, exactly. All I want you to do is be honest. That's, that is the comment. Who wrote that? Stubbs McNasty. That, you are 100% right. My grift is to be entertaining and hopefully you enjoy my coffee. I don't pretend buying my coffee owns the libs or fights the culture war. Bullshit like that. I don't put out products that are piss water and say, oh, buy my beer because to, to stick it to Bud Light. That's a grift. And they pretend that they care about you, but they don't care about you. I grift because I care about you. Oh, they are now the UFC coffee. Good for them. I'll tell you this about Black Rifle Coffee. They've always been nice to me. Both owners of that company are in my cell phone. And anytime I had questions about coffee-related things, they answered it. They, they've always been cool to me. Now, obviously, I you know, disagree with their stance on Kyle Rittenhouse and that kind of stuff that they did. Um, but those guys have actually been really nice to me. Um, so anyway, is Tim pool grifting with his coffee? No, I don't think so. See, I think I tune in to get grifted. <laughs> so because, because Tim doesn't say any bullshit, like, uh, you know, buy my coffee to fight the culture war. He just has coffee, right? As far as I know. It's not as good as mine, not even close. Um, it's drop shipped garbage, but he doesn't say, you know, like that's not a grift. That's him diversifying his business. Selling $20 chocolate bars, he, him chocolate bars, that's a grift. So does that, does that difference make sense? Selling shit to own the libs is a grift. Selling shit to support your business is not a grift. You know, I say like lovingly about grift, but it's different. You know?
if you're apply if you are implying that buying shit from you as a creator is fighting the culture war, that's a bullshit grift. That's why I mean that was one of the things that holds back coffee brand coffee from growth. If I sold some bullshit liberal tears blend and um, dementia dementia Joe Biden blend and all this stuff, it would probably sell better. But I want it to stand on actually being good coffee. You know what I mean? Uh, DW Jeremy's boring razors is a grift. Um, that I think is n that is not a grift. They're selling a razor. They launch it at the perfect time to give people an alternative to Gillette. I think that's fine. I don't know if they're any good or not. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's fine. Speaking of grifting, King of Biltong, hey, good afternoon from Anton in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping for your Biltong with code the Q on BiltongUSA.com and AntonUSA.com. Own the vegans. <laughs> yeah. Buy Biltong. Check out our new URL. I'm all out of Biltong, Anton. You're going to have to, you don't have to send to me some. I'm going to have to order some. PBD is a fake conservative. Yes, PBD is a grifter. You know, PBD, I fight censorship and you're cowards. You're cowards if you don't fight censorship, but I'm not going to put my content on new tech. Uh, okay. Grifter is one of those words that can mean multiple things like, uh, bad, like she looks bad, like in a good way, or she smells bad in a bad way. Anyway, let's get back to the, let's get back to this. PBD is a smart businessman. Undeniable. Isn't he worth like $300 million? It's undeniable, undeniable. And I mean, I think he, I think he, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Right. You're right on PBD one for one for four today. Solid. Hey, a 250 batting average probably gets you a starting job in, on the brewers. Jeremy's razor powder actually really good without the bullshit packed in. They're made with natural products. Oh, see, that's good. Yeah. See, I said it wasn't a grift. I wonder, um, do you think I should test that? Should I test like a Joe Biden dementia blend? And like, and then like, should I test some stupid flavors? See how they sell. What's going on with Rakeda? I haven't watched him in a bit. I think he's fine. He was streaming last night, I think. Hmm. Uh, oh, I like this take by STE234. The way X pays on impressions encourages the alt media to fall in line and creates an echo chamber. Many of the alt creators are paid off now. Some don't even realize it. I'd agree with that, actually. Yeah, the um Yeah, Joe Biden dementia blend 
Ah, uh, it's so good. You'll forget you drank it. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I would be abandoning my morals. I literally called it coffee brand coffee because I didn't want it to be cringe. Uh, like cringe liberal tears shit, you know? Joe, Joe Biden's dementia blend is then making coffee brand coffee political. Yes, I know. That's why I can't do it. I can't do it. It would be funny to sell a bag that is only half full and call it uh, Build Back Better. And it's the same price, but you get half as many beans. Oh, he's been a rumble ever since the Pavlovsky interview. Okay, well, that's good to hear. That's good. Yeah, seasonal special. <laughs> Who supplies your beans, though? I have like 40 different suppliers. Each bean is, you know, it depends where it's, fr you know, where it's from, right? I don't have one supplier for my beans. That's like, there's this like uh, infographic that goes around on Twitter every few days, like that fucking idiot, uh, what's his name, tweeted it and was like, is this true? Like just trying to start an internet fight because he's a 70 year old man that only like he, he's concerned with lame ass drama. Um, of course it's not true. You know, I have like, I, it depends really. Cause seasonally, you know, uh, for example, like the flavors that those generally come from one place, but you know, my Ethiopians come from another place. My Colombians come from another place. My roasters choices each come each, each month come from a different place. So yeah, I will keep CBC pure. Of course, what I could do. What I could do is uh, just launch a single landing page. That's what I should do. Is just is just launch um like one off. What do you call them? Like when you when clothing people do them, it's called uh, or it's like a one time sale, a drop. Um that uh is like not on coffee brand coffee but i would just coffee brand coffee would just supply the beans for the blend right where it's like dementia show dementia joe blend is on its own website not affiliated with coffee brand coffee i mean i have that's what i should do as a test like uh pick a new blend that i like maybe like a super light blend like high triple caffeinated or something and do a limited run. Yeah, yeah, like a limited run. But do not put it on Coffee Brand Coffee and don't don't like associate Coffee Brand Coffee with it and see how it sells. You know. I don't think it's in good fun by the way to put out no he, when you know it's misinformation. When you get an infographic from a fucking pathetic loser subreddit that spends all day obsessing me about me and then posting it, that's not in good fun. You know, that's not in good fun. That's cringe, a 70 year old man trying to get the attention. This guy makes millions of dollars on, on comics. What the fuck does he care? It's pathetic. But anyway. Yeah, pop-up coffee shop, but just not, you know, it's not like uh, completely unrelated to coffee brand coffee. You know, 
Rise with Orange Man Light Roast. I love that. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, like just have, just have like dedicated drops that are purposely political and just see how it sells. I mean, it would cost me nothing. I mean, I'd have to find, I wouldn't want to sell anything that's available on Coffee Brand Coffee, so it would have to be like a totally different blend. You know what I mean? Distilled dementia. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm way off. I'm way off. Way off. Uh, by the way, shout out everyone who's here. Really good viewership this week. A little lighter than last week, but um, it's just a drama grift. Calm down. I know, but it's uh, it's like purpose. I get it, but it's um, it's uh, you know, if I were to put something out disparaging about his product that I knew was untrue, that's not really a drama grift. You know, he could have put anything. Oh, he was beat up by a man in a dress. Is that true? And I wouldn't have cared. But he was he was trying to disparage my business by putting out knowingly false information. I mean, that is like literal defamation. Or li libelous? Libelous is printed, right? Whatever. I mean, it's not like I'm going to sue over it. I don't give a shit. But I mean, I, I don't think it was all in good fun. I think he... You know, if I started saying heinous shit about his comic books, I think he'd be pretty upset, right? Why not start a second coffee company that is Liberal Tears Coffee and see how it does against Coffee Run Coffee? Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm... That's the only way, because Coffee Run Coffee has to stand on its own, you know? Okay. Holy shit, I'm sorry. Okay. So Tucker says this about, about Ben... Ben says, Tucker's simply lying about my position. I've been calling for a negotiated end to the Ukraine war, freezing the lines of conflict since early on in the war. I have never called for American boots on the ground. I do believe uh, that's true. I don't think I've ever heard. Um, I don't think I've ever heard uh, him call for that. I could be wrong. You guys let me know. What's my thought on starting a candy shop? It's got to be artisanal, it's got to be expensive, and it's got to have an angle. Uh, ever, uh, he's never called for boots on the ground. I don't believe he has. Um, I have never called for American boots to defend Israel. That's a lie, which I'm about to show you. I've invited Tucker to sit down multiple times over the past few weeks to clear the air and discuss our differences he said he's willing, but his team has told me that he's busy for months because of all of his foreign travel. That offer remains open. Well, the thing is, Tucker, or I mean, Ben Shapiro has absolutely called for boots on the ground. I mean, I mean, he has absolutely flippantly talked about nuclear war. What happened to the hot sauce idea? Uh, the problem with the hot sauce idea, it's still like a, it's still something I want to do, but um, getting good at it. There's so many hot sauces. Like I have to dedicate months. So Ben Shapiro says, "Oh, I've never been flippant about you know discussing nuclear war." Well. They say that I want America to fight wars for Israel. Nope. Nope. You're First good. of all, Israel can take care of herself. You're good, Bill. If Israel is forced to the wall, the possibility of nuclear exchange is extremely high. 
There you go. He absolutely has flippantly talked about nuclear exchange. Bill Dozer, you're good, dude. I'm not mad about it. I just, you know what I mean? It's it's personal because it's my business, you know? I've been building that company for two years, and when I know what he was doing, he was purposely, you know, attacking my business. And uh, I don't think that that's cool or funny. But uh, it's not like I lost sleep over it. So Ben Shapiro is wrong here. He definitely, like, has flippantly talked about nuclear war. That is why it is very important that the United States provide the material aid to Israel. Again. They say that I want America to fight wars for Israel. Nope. Nope. First of all, Israel can take care of herself. If Israel is forced to the wall, the possibility of nuclear exchange is extremely high. That is why it is very important that the United States provide the material aid to Israel. Speaking of that cursed subreddit, I saw someone on there say they found your phone number and address, took a screenshot if you want it. Uh, yeah, you could email it to me. I, you know, I feel like if they're doxing me in there, I'm going to report it. I've let it exist for a very long time, even though that there's, you know, heinous shit going on in there. But if they're doxing in there, then I'm just going to have it shut down. So Ben Shapiro has absolutely talked about, you know, now, did he say boots on the ground? No, that's yeah. Happy Mars. I agree with that. It's not technically boots on the ground, but if you go back to Tucker Carlson's quote, he said boots on the ground or nuclear war. Yeah, I've got four draft age children. So if you're playing recklessly fast and loose with their lives, then I have a right to despise you. And I do. So if you're Nikki Haley who's running for president or Ben Shapiro or half the people I see on television casually mentioning the possibility of nuclear war or sending Americans to fight in the Middle East or in any way involving us in a war that has nothing to do with prosperity and peace at home, nothing in other words to do with us Americans, then I have a right to call you out and be really offended because it's my family. They live here. It's not a joke to me. It's, there's nothing abstract about it. You know, I've got. So, you know, you know, I think if you take the part now, Tucker says boots on the ground, which I'm sure that I heard Democrats talk about in terms of Ukraine. I believe Chuck Schumer insinuated that, right? Pretty sure Chuck Schumer Pretty sure Chuck Schumer insinuated that. So there are people out there talking about American boots on ground. Tucker's talking about people who are flippantly talking about nuclear conflict. Ben Shapiro did talk about nuclear conflict. So, I mean, but then things get even spicier, friends. Candace Owens gets involved. And she weighs in. I, I would say that Candace is probably angling for a job with Tucker Carlson. That's my guess. You know, she's constantly retweeting his interviews, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And you see this, Dave Rubin. 
The disaffected liberals need a new home that isn't on fire. I, for one, would love to see Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro work it out. Yeah, why wouldn't you insert yourself into, you know, that? I guess. Oh, he blocked me. <laughs> anyway. Then Candace Owens says, I hope they work it out, but it's not entirely honest for you to reframe what happened here. Tucker was attacked first multiple times at the end of last year, and he wasn't the only one. The high road is simply saying, sorry, not trying to reframe what happened. So she calls out Dave Rubin. And, and like this, the conservative ink is fracturing. And here's the thing. You see, yep, Dave Rubin has selective memory in this case. Candace replies, he has recently started treating the public like they are stupid, in my view. The I'm friends with everyone shtick to establish moral authority, followed by a spin on what happened. I would gladly invite Dave on my show to discuss this, though. No beef, just how I see it. You know... I I uh I didn't get this far by suckling at the teat of Big Con. You know when 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 um even though I don't think that Steven Crowder should have released the things that he did in the way that he did um he was definitely right about Big Con, you know? Um he was Right, that they all fall in line. They're all elitists. Guy like Jeremy Boring hates you. Uh, Dave Rubin hates you. He would never hang out with you. Um, he doesn't even like that you're able to see his tweets by having a blue check mark. Um, are there good people that are part of these organizations? I'm sure there are. You know, Michael Knoll seems pretty cool. You know, in terms of people whose content I consume, I'm sure there are good people at the Blaze. You know, but once you start getting all this money, let's not pretend Steven Crowder isn't super rich either, but once you're in like conservative ink, yeah, I like conservative ink infighting. American cream will rise to the top. Yeah. I think a lot of this has to do with uh, money drying up. Earnings on uh, YouTube are about half of what they were last year. If you look at channel growth, okay, and, let, and make no mistake about it, friends, the Daily Wire absolutely positively cares about YouTube revenue. We saw Matt Walsh have a piss, hissy fit about getting demonetized. You know, um, they only embrace Rumble when they when they got bullied by their own people, right? But if I look at like, let's look at Ben's channel. Is it just Ben Shapiro on YouTube? Yes. Okay. The guy is doing just fine. Averages 110 million views a month. Adds 100,000 subscribers a month. Now, a lot of those are paid for. They do a lot of advertising. But if you look, there's something weird that goes on with... This is what I'm talking about, okay? 
there is something this is what i'm talking about as a as a youtuber right ben shapiro uploaded this video an hour ago okay it has six thousand let's say seven thousand views he has seven million subscribers and he's got seven thousand views on a video released an hour ago All of these views that they end up getting, they end up boosting these videos to get their views up. For a guy with 7 million subscribers, this video should have, I don't know, 100,000 views in the first hour. That's very odd. But then if you look, oh, then they get two, 300,000 over time, 500,000 over time. It's my opinion that they spend money to boost these videos to keep his views up. I mean, he uploaded this video six days ago and it doesn't even have 100,000 views and he has 7 million subscribers. There's something fishy going on there, right? If you look at him on Rumble, here's a video he uploaded two hours ago, and it already has. Is this the no? Is this the same episode 1905? Is this yeah? So he has seven thousand views in two hours on YouTube, and. 10,000 views on Rumble. Isn't that odd? We should be good. Yeah, should be back. That was weird. Uh, that was restream. Restream did some restream had some sort of issue there. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He does good. He he's getting followers from shorts, but they're not watching his they're not watching his actual videos. You know. They're not watching his actual videos. Now, if you look at Tucker for example, okay? He's got 1 million the subs, 1.5 call it. And look at the views he gets. Look at the views he gets. He's got 5 million fewer subscribers. 5 million fewer subscribers. And averages 500,000 to 1.5 million views. His Tucker Carlson Putin interview has 16 million views on YouTube. I mean, he basically averages, you know, close to a million views per video. And that's not true. Here's one that 
didn't do so well, but normally 1.4 million, 1.3 million. He's getting more views than he has subs. That's no different from any other channel. Most subs get less than 10% views compared to subs. That's true. 10% is about kind of when you're like a mature channel, you've been around for a while. So I don't know. I don't know why Tucker's taking shots at him. I think it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if this escalates. I mean, I hope it does. I definitely hope it does. That's good for great for content. You want to know the exact moment Disney got woke? How many of those views were people who clicked in, saw two hours and clicked out? I don't know. I I think that you have to watch at least like 30 seconds or something like that. No, 10% of 7 million is 700,000, not 70K. Don't mind me. Well, I, I mean, Bob. This is a moment where on camera, Bob Iger admits. Bob Iger admits Ben and Dave are anti-Trump swamp. Well, I don't, I mean, Dave is a, isn't Dave a, Dave was a, Dave was a DeSantis guy, right? Um, and then I don't know who Ben, I don't know who Ben, I think Ben is like reluctant Trump guy. Right? But this is what's interesting. Here's what's interesting. Bob Iger admits that because of January 6th, that's why Disney got political. Listen to this. Bob, and Bob has talked about this uh, eloquently um, since he's become CEO. I'll, I'll say a couple of things about it. You know, We've tended to uh, shy away from politics, uh, and in doing so, I think we've shied away from talking about issues that aren't political at all, like the issues that we're talking about today, um, because we believe in doing so, maybe it, looked like, it looks like we're taking a stand. Well, in that reality, we should be taking a stand. I take, by the way, I, t I take responsibility for this. I was CEO for 15 years. And so I, you know, I, I manage the, the company's public facing um, processes and, and um, you know, how we were portraying ourselves. And I think that we have to be less cautious as Bob, I think was just alluding to about such things and not be concerned, like just commenting about what happened in Washington last week. That's not political on our part at all. We, we know that what we saw was fundamentally wrong and that it was rooted in hatred and disrespect and contempt and in what's interesting is that Bob Iger didn't say anything about the riots the summer of love when um criminals ascended upon various cities including Kenosha Wisconsin and burned them to the ground
it's only it's only clearly wrong when it's Republicans. And Disney had to make a stand now. Tolerance. And we should feel free as a company to comment about that without retribution. He also thinks, by the way, that you shouldn't be allowed to not like what Disney says. He said we should be allowed to make political statements without retribution. Disney should be allowed to make whatever political statements they want without retribution. How dare you? How dare you have a problem with Disney being political? Another thing I want to say that I've learned um, these last nine to 12 months is, you know, I'm very proud of a lot of the work we've done in terms of diversity inclusion on screen. When we when we did uh, uh, Coco, for instance, at Pixar, a great example of that or Tiana or, of course, Black Panther is one of the great examples. I'm not racist. I made a black movie. Examples of that. I, I, I allowed those things to make me feel a bit complacent in a sense. It's not that I, I wanted to be that way, but I thought, wow, we did Black Panther. How great are we? And it caused me to not focus as much as I should have on the culture of the company and the environment and, and, and in the voices that were telling those stories as opposed to just how they were being portrayed on the screen. And then in this other clip, you see current CEO Bob Chappick announcing that the company would create a racial quota for its charitable giving and spend at least $1 billion on diverse suppliers, which is a euphemism for race-based discrimination against white and Asian-led firms. He also points out, he admits at the end, that the bully pulpit of Disney movies wields more cultural influence than any DEI program. Don't watch this trash, don't support it, don't let your kids watch it. Bob, I'm curious, the other Bob, (laughs) this is a bit confusing. Um, We all know money talks and um, so many uh, uh, companies put uh, funds towards uh, social justice efforts after George Floyd's murder. Um, And we all know the impact that COVID has had on on Disney's businesses. Um, And yet I'm wondering what your thinking is in in our overall commitment and investment in uh, the social justice space in terms of of philanthropy. Sure. Um, I really think of it, I guess, in two different ways. Number one is the the financial commitment that you referenced, uh, Juju. Uh, and we're addressing that in a number of different ways. By the end of this year, at least 50% of our charitable giving will be directed to underrepresented communities, including a new program that invests in underserved youth and hopefully helps create a new generation of diverse uh, uh, storytellers and innovators. Also, I just recently approved a plan to ensure that we reach at least $1 billion in annual spend with diverse suppliers, which will nearly doubles our current investment with the diverse community. The diverse community. What is that? Those types of things are really important. What is the diverse uh, community? I believe that the multiplier effect the leverage, if you will, that we can have with our content far outreaches and will outlast any check that we can write of any amount. 
By the way, both of these clowns are worth 200 million, 300, 400, 500 million, and neither one of them can buy a freaking Yeti mic. They can't buy a Yeti microphone. I, I don't understand. Influence through the stories we tell and how we tell them than any check that we can possibly write. Uh, and as you saw during the slew of announcements that we made at our investor day, we're not only increasing the pace of creating new content as Bob had mentioned, but also increasing the diversity of creators and themes within that content that uh, Carlos and others have talked about today. You know how Disney actually does diversity? I don't know if you've followed this, but here's what they do. They put out a Marvel movie. Let's say it was the Marvels, okay? Massive budget, $250 million budget, okay? They put out that movie. It loses hundreds of millions of dollars, but they say, oh, it was a, we hired a black director, Nia DaCosta, who has directed a grand total of one feature film that sucked balls, by the way, a woke gentrification narrative on Candyman. I'm not kidding you. But she's black and has an afro, so we love diversity. Let me tell you what an actual director in the space told me off the record. I won't mention their name so that, you know. These people who get hired for these direct, they don't do shit. They don't do anything. It's like a, it's like a tongue in cheek or a wink and a nod thing where it's like, hey, we're going to hire you. You're going to get paid. You're going to get to say you directed this movie, but you're not touching it. You think they're going to let Nia DaCosta, who's directed one movie or in her entire life, have real input on a $250 million budget movie? Wake up. They just hire her for her face so they can run articles about they hired a black woman. It's all a facade. She's not making any real decisions. Those movies are so formulaic that, that you know that, that there's no there's no there's no decisions to be made. They're basically done. Point and shoot, paint by numbers. And how do you think this uh, how do you think this new movie is going to do? Look at this crap by the way. This is on the cover of Rolling Stone. Looks like iDubs. Yeah, using a black woman as a shield for blame is racist. Well, yeah, of course. That's a woman, by the way. That is Kristen Stewart. Big eel. What was that show on? Uh, what was that show on SNL? Eel. Joe Dierte. I think that's basically all of today's news. Did I miss anything? I don't see anything sneaking up in the trending that we missed. 
Pedro Pascal, no, nothing there. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think we missed anything. <laughs> Mayorkas, yeah, let's talk hentai again. I I already said I was very clear. You can jerk off to tentacle porn. I don't think that that makes you a pedophile. Just when you jerk off to little kid drawings, you know, pretty clear line. Yep, I've got five standalone videos queued up. I've got to uh, edit down that police video. I've got uh, what the Disney video to release. I've got a video on Madam Web tanking. Um, wait, did you get news about the vocalizer getting fired for admitting he was a vocalizer? No, I didn't. Is hentai a series or just adult stuff? Just adult stuff. Yeah, I think that's basically it. Unless there's a... Everybody enjoy your Valentine's Day. You know, treat yourself tonight. You know, even if you're single, uh, whatever, maybe order yourself some DoorDash, watch a movie, just treat yourself tonight, you know, if you can. Or treat yourself tomorrow morning. I love it. You know, take care of yourself. Do something for yourself today. Go get a car wash. That always feels good. Grab yourself some dinner. Watch an old movie that you love that aged pretty good. You know? Take care of yourself tonight. Nothing wrong with that. 100%. You guys all have a wonderful, wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, 22 hours from now, we'll be back live again. See you then. Thank you.